2: Hello, old advert lovers, and welcome back to Classic Ads from Simpler Times, where you're about to have another load of quality oral bollocks delivered directly to your ear holes by two middle-aged men with nothing else better to do. Thanks for joining us again as we continue our mission of making it impossible for you to underestimate us. This week on the pod, Tony's Uber passenger rating raises its ugly head before we segue into me having a generic old man ranting at the cloud session about exotic birds in ride-sharing vehicles we meander down memory lane swerving the white dog shit and that bloke your parents called uncle who spent a load of time trying to get you to come and have a look at the train set in his shed to find out how Tones vandalised his mum's car with the cigarette lighter before not being allowed in the monkey enclosure at Dudley Wildlife Park because the family Ford Escort had velour seats and if you stick with it you'll hear as a veteran fisherman gets in touch and leaves us with a personal message for inclusion in this episode where we review the John West TV commercial voted as the UK's funny Telead ever. Yes, the love child of Wurzel Gummidge and Tony's dad joins the list of celebs who are now using the world's foremost podcast about old ads and paedophile celebrities as a platform to amplify their media profile. After Enya and Wolf Carla, the original John West now gets on the blower to reveal himself to be a cuddly old chap, deeply committed to the use of pilchard juice as an aphrodisiac and hell bent on raping the ocean of all suitable fish based protein. So, why not join me, Steve Cook, and my co host, Tony Williams, award winning advertising creative and TV commercial director, as we take a look at a TV ad featuring a bloke in a bear suit with Bob the Builder as the voiceover talent?
3: Bastard! Benedict. <laughs> come back <laughs> Boiling carrots In an aubergine
4: stew I feel like The Ragged Soap <laughs> Where
3: what is that? Where does it come I from? I don't know It's not in It's <laughs> like Is it Peter O'Toole Or someone Ian McKellen Or something <laughs> uh, It sounds it's, like uh, Something like that Yeah but I, went, but I went to
2: I watched that movie That you recommended Mindhorn And he doesn't do it In Mindhorn Although he does I know when he's warming up He says bastard He does do him? a lot of, um, of warm up like,
3: Bastard I was thinking about that That you watched the movie That I recommended It's like because I was thinking about Something else to recommend To you this morning I went no I won't bother Because you never like Anything I share with you Ooh. I don't think that's true Radio silence I don't think that's true So true At all Funny
2: how it seems Although you do watch Everything that I recommend to you I do I do Are you have being facetious no, I, I went back and watched the, the other couple of episodes of um, How to Speak Australians.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's I, hilarious.
3: Well, I, the, the one I remember, I thought, "Hi, dog color still available?" Yes, I got very high, um, high rating on Gumtree. I was very upset to see my Uber rating was only four point seven. What like, oh. the fuck? What as a passenger? Yeah, I've never been nasty to anyone. Where's that point three gone? And apparently, you get um, like reduction if you're. Like late for the pickup or you're too far away. I'm thinking bollocks. I'm not or you slam the door too much. I'm going I've always had very I got in an Uber the other day for the first time in probably a year or something.
2: And I um I had you know you can kind of tick the box that says, Don't want to talk. Yeah. Don't want the heating on. Yeah. So I'd said, Hey, come listening on, no talking. Thanks very much. Get in the car ready how are you man <laughs> hey Mr Dima you like a good day it was I don't know maybe from the Philippines or something like that it was like a sauna it was a fucking sauna and he just started talking and just yapped at yeah, us
3: I, I was going to have a white earphones. and say like, I don't mean to be rude I've just got to listen oh, to this word. work I wish I'd <laughs> thought
2: of that um, and I deliberately got in the back as well you know because um, you have to now, right do you yeah because of Covid didn't know that yeah it's always like that, There's yeah. that whole thing about the egalitarianism of Uber where you sit in the front next to the guy and it's all, you know, it's like, oh, bullshit. No, none of that. I'm, get, I'm getting in the back. I've ticked the no talking box. I've ticked the high air conditioning box. The only thing missing from that car was a fucking parrot flying around in the back.
3: <laughs> and a few a few ladyboys <laughs> and a couple of ch- 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 child prostitutes. I'm in a ciggy. Anyway. Okay, all right, welcome back, Tones.
2: Back from where? I don't know. Back from back from whichever bush. Both of us have been living under.
3: Uh, the year is 2000. Two, uh, let's all go down in the year 2000. Let's all... What was it? Paul? wasn't let's, it? let's all meet up in the let's year 2000. Let's all meet up. Oh, that's why I fucking missed it. What I didn't it necessarily use
2: lyrics. when we're all fully grown. Jarvis Cocker. Jarvis Cocker.
3: Yeah, Jarvis Cocker. It's from Sheffield.
2: Is he? Aye. It's Very nice. Uh, two, the, the year 2000, PlayStation 2 is released. PlayStation. Did you have a PlayStation 2? I did have a PlayStation was
3: 2. Was it any good? Uh, yeah, it was, was all it right. better than the original PlayStation? Mm, well, it depends when you say better. It's two. The other one's one. So it's twice as good. Oh, uh, no. It's, um, I don't think it was that much of a leap, actually. And uh, Nintendo launched the GameCube. Did you have a GameCube? I didn't have a GameCube. That was a bit of a flop. Wasn't it? I've no idea. Yeah, uh, the only it reason was i
2: was a bit of scene of a is
3: because I know that you're a gamer. and Well, the very fact that you don't know, says to me wasn't the biggest success.
2: I put this in because I just thought it was really funny. Do you know who Billy Corgan is? Uh, yeah, he's from the Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. So, you know, and obviously you know who Sharon Osbourne is. So Sharon Osbourne was the manager of the Smashing Pumpkins is that for, right? for three months, right?
3: <laughs> well, they were pumpkins before in, she managed them. In 2000, Sharon
2: Osbourne quits as the manager of the Smashing Pumpkins after three oh, months.
3: Sharon! in Sharon!
2: Oh, in, in her press release, she says that she had to resign... For medical reasons, because Billy Corgan was making me sick. Oh, nice!
3: <laughs> I like that. I wouldn't mind using that. That's great. Isn't it? <laughs> I can't move. I thought that was a really, really. That's very good. Quite witty. Yeah, I can't. I'm not at work today. Why? I've got bad stomach. Why? Because you give me the shits. Yes, exactly. Uh, the, million, the Do you remember the Millennium Bridge over the Thames? I do. Is that when the wobbled? I I didn't remember that, but you're absolutely
2: right. And I had to close it like 20 minutes after I opened it because 100,000 people attempted to cross the bridge right. at the same time and they're all walking in step and the bridge Without started realizing. swaying
3: from That's, side yeah. to side. Yeah,
2: I watched it. On, funny enough, it appeared on a, um,
3: a YouTube clip I
2: was watching. And it's the, the most day. British thing ever because I was watching the same YouTube clip probably. And there's, it's absolutely rammed with people. Yeah. The whole thing's swaying. And just trying to and not look this, as if, it, yeah. It's swaying from side to side, and everybody's just carrying Everything, on. Everything is this immediate?
3: It's, it's, immediate. I think it's supposed to be like this. I must get over the water so I can go and have a look at Sharon's uh, art of the bed and un- un- made bed or the uh, pile of bricks. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Was, it
2: was so British. 100,000 people on this bridge, it's swaying like a hammock, and they're all just walking It was quite amazing, eat, wasn't it? Eating ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> in the cold. Yeah. Uh, Big Brother started in the year 2000. The British have got a lot to answer for with that bullshit. Production of the Ford Escort
3: ended <gasps> after 32 years. We used to have a Ford Escort gear vinyl roof, oh, bright a gear, yellow. A gear. My mum used to do um, community nursing and after school she tripped me up and I sat there and had the law seats, right? And I was looking around and there wasn't many buttons to push in those days, but this one did. Popped in, popped out, popped in. Cigarette lighter. I go, oh, looks round circles. <laughs> and I went, what does this do on the seat? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and it burnt the velour, it burnt a perfect target symbol in the velour. And mum came out and she went, I went, and like, it was literally a week old. And of course, they couldn't say anything like because they couldn't leave a child in the car with a cigarette lighter. And I'm not like, no. But dad still brings it up today. <laughs> now, honestly, to this very day. You know, you know guest caught your the new seats of I? <laughs> and we always used to panic when we went to Dudley um, Dudley uh, Wildlife Park, is it? And because uh, you, you've got vinyl roofs, you can't go in the monkey park. It's brilliant. because so they, they are, like a the bypass roof. if you've got um, a a, ser- but, yeah. an expensive car, you yeah. have to go around. Middle course, I
2: quite like, blue well, vinyl roofs this way. What, yeah. did you, what did you get if it was a gear? he yeah. obviously v- got Velour Seat v- Velour, 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 Velour see- see- yeah. um,
3: Cigarette lighter um, <laughs> Was that an optional extra at the fag light <laughs> well, I don't know many It was definitely the Velocity To the sport I think it had a spoiler on the back JWT122T Was the registration plate uh, The Queen Mother turned 100 In the year 2000 Did she?
2: Yes And guess who got Which actor Which of your favourite actors Got a knighthood In the year
3: 2000 Well I think it's <laughs> fantastic No No oh, no. Um, no. You, know. His mate His mate Michael Caine Oh a lot of people know that Hello, Queenie. She was only 15. Hello, Queenie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Queenie. The, but, yeah, I can't
2: do him, yeah. He's brilliant, I like him. The UK's number one Christmas single
3: <gasps> was Can We Fix It by... Yes, we can. Yeah, Bob the Builder. Bob the Builder. You know what Bob the Builder is going to call called after he retires? Bob. Bob. <laughs> um, that was the number one? Because <laughs> you imagine all the Christmas parties going, it's <laughs>
4: Christmas, come yeah. on. yeah.
3: Uh, Louis
2: Theroux released a series of documentary films in 2000
4: Hello, I'm Louis Theroux
2: The one that became famous was when he met his childhood hero, Jimmy Savile Oh no! I haven't watched it, but apparently Louis asked him about the uh, paedophilia accusations and Jimmy just kind of shrugged it off No, but they were just kidding Louis- around And Louis <laughs> <laughs> and, and copped a bit of flack for not pushing him harder
3: Hello, I'm Louis Theroux This week I'm going to be talking to Jimmy Savile <laughs> I can't say anymore. It doesn't matter. With tracksuits only come in large tops and small bottoms. Now, <laughs> <Right. laughs> the This is the age of the train. Okay. Diabolical,
2: you, and you, and you, and you. Meanwhile, in Australia, when no, don't say that anything interesting doesn't happen in Australia. The year two thousand, a woman called Catherine Knight murdered her partner, John Price. I can't remember this. She murdered him by stabbing him thirty-seven times. Mm-hmm. And then she proceeded to cut
3: his head off. So, if anyone else that uses "proceeded," unless they're talking about a police report, I proceeded. Yeah, cut his head off. Yeah, she proceeded to cut his head off.
2: So she decapitated
3: him, and
2: then she skinned him, <gasps> and then she started. And then she started cooking up.
3: Hello, Clary. It's Cooking up bits of him and putting them in the freezer for later. I think we can all appreciate how she's felt at one time or another. It's Y2K. You haven't mentioned Y2K yet. But that's what it was. She was ready for the big meltdown. She went, fuck it, yeah, I can do anything I want because nothing's going to happen. The world's going to just implode.
2: What, what I've always if I always wanted to fucking stab him and eat I always wanted what a liver, human liver tastes like. <laughs> I thought this... Um, this is a bit weird. There wasn't much going on in Australia, but um, I thought you might like to guess what these shows were about. I can't actually tell you what they are about, but all these shows all debuted in... Thank you for saying
3: debut, not debut.
2: They all debuted in 2000 on Australian TV. Okay. Uh, what do you think Dog Woman was about? Dog Woman? Dog Woman. I think I went out with Dog Woman. Uh, she was a dog whisperer? And What about Mikey? No. Mike, I don't know. Well, <laughs> oh. I do not really. I just. Couldn't, well, yeah, she was a dog, which is I, I didn't really want to look into it. Was but it like I thought it would be interesting just for you to guess what they might be about. It'd be a Barbara Woodhouse is Australian, so shit, not
3: Sid. What about the new adventures of Ocean Girl? Um, that is about a woman, a girl who got most of her body eaten off um, by a shark in the ocean, and she just propels herself by a minge. <laughs> <laughs> like a torpedo. <laughs> Here she comes. Like a torpedo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about the mole? Oh, well, I think the mole is a follow up The mole. The mole. Um, I think that might have to do with um, a black spider and the moles. I don't oh, know. If you don't live in Australia, do you think um, that, that word
2: mole means anything? How I mean, obviously, so, as there's in, the, in, so there's mole, M O L E. So there's right. two versions, and there's a mole, which is like an undercover secret agent, right? So there's yeah. a mole. But then in Australia, there's a mole. That's a mole. Isn't if it you call a woman a mole, yeah, not a mole, not an M O L L, an M O L E. Is it? Yeah. you're I'll be calling them M O L L all the time. Because that mole is like a gangster's mole, isn't it? So that's like a gangster's girlfriend, M O L L L L, yeah. Right. Whereas M O L E, if you call a woman a mole in Australia, then you're saying that she's a really unpleasant woman.
3: Uh, do you know what? I've been saying, "How are you, mole?" Thinking well, I, think I was saying M O L E. I think it's the same thing, isn't but, it? But pronounced it wrong, but the pronunciation is doesn't matter. It's no, I know. It's yeah, mm. it doesn't matter. But Australia is the only place in the world that you can use um, the word "fuck" in every possible Absolutely. sense. And the Absolutely. example is the guy on the road like he's trying to his tools are broken he's trying to fix the road he's fucking fact the fucking fuckers is fact right every possible way mole uh, there's another one the potato factory I oh, think that one's about um oh potatoes I uh, cushion kids oh hello Jimmy Seven again one size fits all hello <laughs> <laughs> or at least i am making it fit. <laughs> when are you going to do me Jimmy now no. so, hello I'm moving through I'm going to um. do cushion kids What's a TV like in Australia? Well, we've got Pizza Potato, Jake and the, and the Fat Man, Cushion Kids, Cushion Kids. Jimmy Savile in one
2: size fits all. <laughs> Fats. And um The new adventures of Ocean Girl, the mole. Mmm. Minch power. <laughs> yeah. Minch power Ocean Girl. <laughs> Okay, meanwhile in Weatherfield...
3: Oh, here he is. According to <laughs> my...
2: According to my sources, wishy-washy Coronation Street intellectual Ken Barlow... Who's he married? ...does not feature in a single episode.
3: Get off. I don't Ooh, know what happened. He's got to have a holiday sometimes, Stephen. I don't know what happened, but probably a whole off, year. Um, well, after all those romances and and, and Deirdre, um,
2: I did find two other bits of information about Coronation Street. Mm-hmm. Jack Duckworth... Vera. Vera with my <laughs> ...placed a £5,000 £5, bet on a greyhound... Oh well, that weigh him down. And it won <laughs> fifty nine thousand pounds. They won, so you can see that how that plot line went. You know, Vera's batter. Vera,
4: we got fifty nine thousand pounds. Come for more, thanks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Jack. And then this—I thought this was lovely—to celebrate forty years of Coronation Street, they had a live episode.
3: <laughs> Goodness, I suppose they all did. <laughs>
2: A live episode? A live on, on episode. And what happened? What went wrong? Uh, there was a residence protest because the street, the cobbles in the street were going to be tarmacked oh, over. see, that's
3: easy. That's just, that's mass chaos. What about the
2: cat? Did they get the cat to sit on the wall properly? They They forged a preservation order to defeat the council's oh, crack squad of tarmacers. Stimulating
3: episode that I must know. have been. I know. You kind of, you have to love it, kind of, don't you,
2: for being... So
3: dreary. So any kind of top hits, any more of the year? I enjoy these. You, what's that, sorry? What, well, music of the year? Uh, like I did say music on because the
2: what we're going to do Y2K? is I'm going to test you oh. on... Um, in 2008, Campaign Magazine voted for their 10 funniest ads of all time. Mm. And I'm going to give you the brands and see if you can guess any of the ads. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that
3: now? Let's do
2: that now. Okay, so I can tell you now that... Coming in at number 10,
3: Castlemaine Forex. Right. Do you want the ad? Is that it, what we think we've ever done it with the sherry? It's not that, but it's very similar is to that. Is it all a Hogan um, in uh, England where all the people are fishing? No. So I'll
2: give you a clue. Uh, it features a ute again, full yeah. of beer. Yeah. But in the back of the ute is, in the front of the ute, uh, there are two blokes. And in the back of the ute, there's a woman sitting on top of all the beer. Mm that's Where do you go from there? Oh, she has to get off and walk? Kind of. They beat her up? I think you're not remembering it. So the car drives over a wooden bridge and the bridge oh. the bridge falls out, leaving yeah. the car precariously balanced. So she, yeah. And the wife turns to the bloke in the front and says, I think if we lose some weight off
3: the back, we're going to be all
2: right. right. <laughs> Did they just look at each other? Right? One of the blokes looks at the other bloke and goes, She's a good sport. Yeah, I remember
3: that. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. very good. Won't be allowed today, of course. Times are different then. Different Uh, then. Heineken. Go on. Refreshes the parts of the beers. Can't reach. Which one? The water in Majorca and quite what it all. Correct. Water
2: in Majorca. Ain't what it. Well, the water, water would, it isn't
3: quite how it should.
2: By Low Howard Spink. I it think you'll, um, of other beers. you're. You're going to struggle with this one. Budget rent a car got
3: um, got in at number eight. Okay. With an ad that I has never one seen. For ideas from. and it's the one with the they all fall asleep in the back of the car to um, aromatherapy. No, it's called jet propulsion. Uh,
2: number seven was an an ad for Orange, which featured Snoop Dogg.
3: Oh, I don't know. He'll, he'll put his name to anything. Don't know. Orange was out of my um, past. My
2: right. That was my mother. Number six was FedEx, Fast Paced World. You must remember this one. Just It's just a guy sat at a desk talking really, really quickly. Oh,
3: I do maybe remember it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five, Carling Black Label. Carling Black, Black Label. Label. Is that the um, bomb, Bats in Bomb? Dan Busters. What I just trying yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I love that. That's brilliant. That. They were two good comedians, weren't they? They were always like, doing sketches on TV, weren't you. Number four, John Smith's. Oh, with um, with uh, the 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 miserable. What was his name? The, the, the comedian is it oh, John Smith? What, Jack D. No, Not him. Oh, was it um, to, uh, Peter K. Peter K. Oh, straight up. And there's a lot to choose from. Oh, so the oh, best when they're having a the curry, they go, "Oh, I love that." You yeah. got it. Yeah. Got it. That's that. You know speak yeah, to your dad. <laughs> I'll put him on. No, 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 no burglars. No, 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 is it? no monsters <laughs> into the. You have got to watch your burglars. I like the best one. What's the best one? Is um. Go on. T- tell us who you like. If there is anyone you like. I don't like anyone. I don't like anyone. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> she goes. Go on. It's gonna be someone. He says. I don't like. He says. Like. He says Just name someone who you fancy. He says, I don't. He goes. All right. Maria accounts. <laughs> 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 it's,
2: it's really interesting that you talk about this because we'll come back to that. But my um, my favourite is the one where he goes round to tell his mum that she's going. They're putting into her old into an old um, an old people's home. Oh, yeah, and the mum's only about forty five or something that's right that's he stopped, and, he goes, the kids are scared of your moustache that's right come yeah. on she, said, oh. she goes I'm only 45 oh, He I've had a word they will take you early That's right. come Rude. on get your stuff I've got to get a snooker
3: room. a snooker I table in this love room them. <laughs> and the football was that a squeaky chair uh, yes Wait up. sorry wait waiter I we, might, we might have leakage <laughs> I think, think we've dropped some brown trout up in the pool <laughs> some bum rubbish on the floor sweep it up <laughs> <laughs> Avid uh, Hamlet. This is the baldy man in the photo booth. Photo booth. Shot by Graham Rose, a director. Lovely guy. worked with him. We're at the ball, you know, got him. Um, yeah, very funny ad that. Number two, Black Tango. Come on,
4: Sebastian. You think you're French? You come over here. Yeah.
3: St. George, it was called that ad.
2: And at number one, what was the number one voted funniest ad? Oh, dear, Tango. Oh
3: no, we said black hair tango, didn't we? Um, don't know, go on. No, no, don't don't mouth it to me. It doesn't it's matter. It's the ad that we're doing today, Tony. It never is. <laughs> no, is it? Yes, it is. That's bizarre because I I, mean, I remember it when we were uh, sorry when I saw it in Australia, and I thought, oh, and, it, and it popped up the other day on like you know yeah. funniest commercials of the world or banned commercials. Sometimes. I didn't realize it was that popular. in the area. Um, This oh. is a, this is an industry panel of
2: people. Yeah, so that's a very so, industry. So, yeah. yeah, so it's so not, it's John um, West we're doing today.
3: Yep. I'll just, yeah, that's why. What did you think we were doing? No, we called and left a message. John called. John who? West. <laughs> hang on, <laughs> hang on. I, I wondered why he was calling. Hang on.
2: <laughs> is I, he is he rejecting the best?
3: I'm, I'm not sure. Hang on. John West called. <laughs> Let me rewind. Hang on. Hang on. Let's see. <laughs> fucking John West. <laughs>
4: Liz, it's john west here no no not Kanye's dad oh no 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 nor am i related to that wrong on who did all that bad stuff that's fair west <laughs> any road, i'm calling from um, the cornwall region isn't there so anyway you probably don't know me as i don't appear on land much i always seem to be up to me elbows in tuna guts you see I just wanted to say I'm all wibbly inside about you two nerds reviewing my ad in fact I told the missus only last night uh, as I'm casting me net you buggers are, are casting nets on, on the net, net casts with web, web, stuff in it and web nets anyway I'm expecting you to do a good job of it too you know I ain't nothing like that man from Del Monte I rejects you the hall just so you twazits can drive back from the supermarket in your BMW and open a fresh tin of some chicken of the sea. Ooh, that that smell if I could. My missus never stops smelling a fish now. I love what I do, and her does. She comes to me the other day and she says, Hey, John West. Cause that's my name and all. She said to me, said, what did fish smell of before women swam in the sea? <laughs> well, I never did. I told her she can't say things like that
1: in this day and age. Or it's <laughs> got to be more collecty political. <laughs> anyway, my lovers,
4: I'm about to depart on my next voyage to scrape the ocean floor for the good stuff. <laughs> do not forget to see you. are supposed to Oh yeah, okay, i can't to say something <clears throat> No animals or bears were armed in the making of this commercial. It was just my missus wearing a bear skin and it were her trying to kick the bloke in the cobbler's, not a real bear. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, shipmates, I must it off now and do my casting from the world of fine tuna. All right, I've got to get on to run now. Bye. It doesn't really matter anyway. I rejects most of the fuckers, so it do not matter, is it? So I couldn't believe we threw the job. Where's that.
3: After he called That's that's unbelievable. so I spent I can't what? believe that your dad that your dad <laughs> is John West. Even more bizarre is he kept talking about Tuna when the end were reviewing he said John West Salmon. How did he get that so oh, wrong? Because he was he was rapping and everything. he got too much time in his hands. Do you know hey. what? Yeah, cause he I think he was doing some other stuff he was going on, he was
4: going <laughs> No, 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 hang on a minute. No, 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 no no, 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 no,
3: no. Hello, my name's John West, you might know me from my commercials for... John West. And I just wanna say, unless
4: you're my missus, Sasha and Eina Eve, with a couple of dabs of pilchard juice behind your ears, my words will always be no. No to the bad stuff in the oceans. We only keep the good stuff. In fact, we throw that the old shit back out it's rubbish. Chinese love it. anyway, we do, we find tampons in everything. Anyway, chicken in the sea, we only keep the good fishes. Fishes... fish fishes it fish eye. for you to eat. You people in your tins and, and stuff because you love it. So I don't say yes to anybody unless you've got to build your juice. John West, you tried the rest, try the best. The man in a vest. Oh, you like that? made that up, didn't I? Yes, you think so. Hey, it's
3: funny, isn't it? It's it's John's not the smartest tool in the shed. He sounds like the love child of Wurzel Gummidge and your dad <laughs> and my dad well yeah posh them my dad oh, so there you go he goes on oh, don't give him a mic cuz he doesn't stop I tell you he loves his speech to me there's a couple of a couple of bits in there we might have to edit out for our female listeners but it realises it has a few words fumbling words didn't he? like like Aunt Sally. <laughs> and like and <laughs> come on boys Anyway, never them to coming in. As he said, this ad is for tin salmon. Yeah. Well, but whenever I think of John West, I think of vest. I think of see the a bit. You know, soundtrack he plays, and this guy goes, "No, no, 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 there's no, there's no limits. fish, right? But I always think of tins of tuna. Okay, moving on. Scene. You're absolutely right.
2: The ad is for tin salmon, but John West are now famous for tuna, aren't they?
3: Well, it's just the difference, in, you know, obviously in our shopping so regions. 2000.
2: 21 years ago. Yeah. Had you eaten tuna 21 years
3: ago? Had I eaten tuna? Yeah. I'd eaten tuna. Were you in Japan in 2000? I was, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Left so, you i have been Japan. eating tuna like there was no tomorrow. A little factoid, because we obviously a lot of salmon is my favourite um, sashimi, That right? Only 10% of the world's salmon is caught wild, 90% of it. Is farmed because it's farmed. It doesn't have all like the natural sort of you know things it eats, and so the flesh is really grey. Mm-hmm. So there's a Pantone chart, a colour chart, like a paint chart of the different colours. So sometimes if you have sushi, you'll see there's like um salmon coloured ink like left on your plate. Yeah, it's awful,
2: isn't it? I just spent a bit of time in Scotland. Every single lock in Scotland has a fish farm in it.
3: Went fly fishing on Loch Lomond. Did, Did you? Yeah, caught some trout.
2: Did you go with J. R.
4: Oh, Hartley? No, when we're dead tonight.
2: Anyway, all right. So this is um, it takes us back to 2000, which is a strange world where tin fish is still a thing, but it's a thing for poor people. Is it? Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you why. It's because it's cheap.
3: Mm. It's
2: really cheap. I think it's the. I, I mean, I used to go to my grandma's every Sunday afternoon with my mum, and we would always have um, Sunday Sunday tea, mm. which was served at about four o'clock. Watching the ski. And it would, yeah. Excuse Sunday, yeah. That's right. And we would always, always have salmon sandwiches. Salmon. Oh, I don't think I could do the salmon sandwich. That's the, pretty high level. And the That's high salmon level. came out of a tin.
1: Yeah. But, yeah.
2: And it was Prince's salmon. It wasn't John West because John West was posh and expensive. Was it? It was Prince's it's, salmon. Wow. So uh, Tinned Fish in 2000 was a product for people with no money, mm. low income demographic profiles, what In Australia, what we would call battlers. Yeah. I think in the UK, we just call them poor people. Sorry, here we go. So this advert was for John West. It was done by Leo Bennett mm-hmm. in London, and it was written and out-directed by a chap called Paul Thilburn, who I had never heard of, and I am embarrassed to say that now because he did go on to write all of the John Smith's no-nonsense ads oh. with Peter Kay, including... Have oh, it. And the one where he tells his mum she's going to an old people's home.
3: I would imagine most of his work and ideas come out when he's at the pub. Maybe. Because there's, there's a lot of brawling. There's yeah. a lot of straight up. I would imagine he's a short, stocky man.
2: Paul Silvan was also responsible for what is considered to be the world's first flash mob advert. Oh.
3: Could you remember that? Oh, it was the train station, was it? It was a train station. I it was a, a, a while, Liverpool Street station in London. Or was it for a uh, muse- uh, mobile provider? It was. Was it for Orange? No, it was for T-Mobile. T-Mobile, that's it. The German one. That was, oh, two, two, it was 2009. So Yeah, they were good. Flash mobs. I did like them. So once you've done at the railway station, yeah, the the local supermarket shopping centre doesn't work, does it? Yeah. So this
2: was the the T-Mobile one was the first one ever, apparently, and I went back and watched it, and it gave me goosebumps. Was it so well done? It was so well done. Was that the one with the singing the sound sound, the the songs of sound of music? No, they're all. It's a bunch of people. Old oh, dancing. Yeah. And then, and it's basically a uh, a medley of amazing tunes to dance to. Yeah, but it, including the uh, Blue Danube Waltz. So they're Waltz, mm. and then there's a bit of Kylie, and there's a bit of this, a bit of that, and it's amazing. Okay. It's really, really good. I think I've seen it. Yeah, they're good. Okay. This advert that we're going to watch now was directed by a bloke called Danny Kleinman. Have you heard of him? I've not heard of him. He is responsible for the title sequence of every James Bond film since Goldeneye. Get out of town. I like that. <laughs> Wow. I thought you and him have been, you know... Is that right? So every film... Sorry, say it again. Every James Bond movie Mm -hmm. since GoldenEye, with the sole exception of Quantum of Solace, Mm -hmm. so that includes Skyfall and Spectre, Mm -hmm. he has directed the title sequence. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Wow. He's also directed music videos for, amongst others, Madonna, Mm -hmm. which went Fleetwood Mac, Paula Abdul, Wang Chong, Simple Minds, and your old mate, Adam Ant. Oh, and music. And music! Oh, 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 oh. He's also directed commercials for Smirnoff, Guinness, Levi's, Johnny Walker, Jurex, Audi, and he, Sounds like Friday night. And just to cap it all off, he directed the original Boddington's ad featuring Melanie Sykes and the ice cream van in the desert. Gear yeah, owl What? So which, what which, which was that bloke? Did, did he do, do you know? Don't know. Uh. I know that the Guinness ad was the one which was weirdly titled um, Evolution Read Backwards. So it starts off with a mud um, a skipper, like a, a fish coming out of the water mm. into the mud, and it and it shows the evolution of man mm. right up until they're in the bar.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Is this the Tricky one with the blonde head? I um, don't know. I remember it's, his name. is so long the, the, since the Dutch, I it. It's a German guy.
2: I did say there that it's a long time since I watched that Guinness ad. So long, in fact, that I got the entire premise, asked About Face. In the advert, three blokes at a bar, none of whom is Rutger Haar, are drinking pints of Guinness. The ad then shows them evolving backwards to become mudskippers, emerging from the primordial ooze. The idea being that you had to wait a long time for the pint. Look, at least I'm fessing up to being rubbish. I could have bluffed that and ignored the avalanche of criticism from both our subscribers. There you go. So I thought that was Very really nice. interesting. Yeah, so well, this is, he's got a this good, is like um, A-team stuff. Paul Silvan wrote, uh, was the copywriter and art director on this job, and Danny Kleinman had either been there and done it or was about to go there and do
3: it. See, that's that's pure talent. You can go from doing, you know, the, um, the, the titles of James Bond to all those other long list of of blue chip brands Mm. to shooting something which, you know, is so simple, almost, you know, neighbours' cam is brilliant. Shooting Madonna and Fleetwood Mac
2: would have been quite difficult, I would have thought. Madonna's got a reputation for being hard to work for. Uh, Do you know who the voiceover talent was for this ad? Oh, no. Maybe I do. At this stage, this is where I'll play the ad. Here you go, Podlings. The ad's up on our YouTube channel, but you have to guess where the link is. There you go. Well done.
1: The river mouth, the bears catch only the tastiest, most tender salmon.
2: Which is exactly what we at John West want.
3: John West endure the worst to bring you the best.
2: We've just watched the ad. Yeah. And we're talk- we're back to talking about the voiceover talent. The voiceover talent is Neil Morrissey. Oh. I don't know be- Neil Morrissey. It was from be- um, Boone. Beca- He became famous. He was Boone's Offsider. But what's uh, happened to his accent? And then he became uh very famous in Men Behaving Badly. That's right, with Martin Clunes At the time tar- Martin Clunes, Never seen it. At the at the Time that he did this ad, he was the voice of Bob the Builder. Was he really?
3: And go on, don't tell me what other industries no, no, what no, are no. The then, then he did. What are they tracing? does he to, do? You know, he does he do, do Cyril this. the Carpenter? I thought there's a, there's, yeah, there's a bit of a
2: juxtaposition between because if you watch Men Behaving Badly, it's a series of tit and bum jokes linked together roughly in the script. And then he goes off and he's like, you know, everybody's childhood hero, Bob. Do
3: you want to tell us about the ad? The ad is, um, well, you see, uh, it's by a river. It looks like a a beautiful, let's just say, Canadian sort of mountain. Let's just say that it looks like uh, a river on the Invercold Estate. Open in some way beautiful. And there's a bear. The River Dee, perhaps. So we open by a river and there is a bear um, by the river. Uh, four bears, apparently. One um, said, Who ate my own pottery And then a fisherman <laughs> approaches. I'm oh, sorry, I've got to remember it exactly. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I remember the gist You, the you, you, you watched it three minutes ago. I know.
2: Sorry.
3: <laughs> Okay, so we um, okay, so the the ad is we see a group of bears. or I don't want a group; it's called a bears. Um, a few bears around the side of a river, obviously foraging for food and, and what have you. Um, and this fisherman, we know he's a fisherman because he's wearing bright orange. Um, um, what are they? Wellington boots. He like the, the fly fishing one. He runs up and basically he's trying to steal what the bear has, um, and he gets into a fist fight, literally. I don't know if you've ever seen the the kangaroo and the guy having a bit of a a punch up um, and the man, but it's like that.
2: This is a classic know your memes moment. The video goes like this. A kangaroo attacks a huge dog. The dog owner runs over in his flannel shirt with his cap on backwards and squares up to the kangaroo. The kangaroo lets go the dog and squares up to the bloke. The bloke... Then lands a ripper of a right hook on the hopping bastard. Not a knockout blow, but Skippy's evil twin realizes there's a new Chuck Norris in the top paddock and gives it up. Quite simply, the single most Australian video ever. There's a link in the note. Seriously, you've got to watch it. So this bear suddenly
3: stands up and we realise it's not a real bear. And they basically yeah, and they as a put him up, put him up, um, and they try and uh, trip each other punch. And then um, the fisherman goes, look, an eagle. So the bear turns around. The guy stamps on his foot, I think, and he grabs. Fish and then runs away, kicks him in the nuts. Does he? Yeah, that's what happens. It's very funny. The only thing, yeah, okay, I'll get to my point afterwards, but that's what, the what was your point. Go ahead, no, well, up, it, it, it's, it is funny. It's a beautiful shot. It's like it's it's that sort of handy, um, handheld sort of from a distance. You know, there's as the, the fisherman comes running up, you know, it opens like um, a David uh, Attenborough sort of film but then as soon as the fisherman goes running up there's a crash zoom on it it all gets a bit like you know next door neighbourish and the only thing I don't like is when he goes oh look it's a na- uh, it's an eagle yes which is, it feels a little bit panto mm. it was so good to do that. I mean we, we all knew it's not a real bear we all knew you know what was happening we were living in this little fantasy but then oh look there's an eagle it was spotted for me but anyway the client has to have input somewhere <laughs> Um, and then the pack shop, which could be absolutely anything you want, um, but I think it's great. Could be tuna. It could be, but it's salmon. But it was very, very good.
2: Yes, I mean, in a nutshell, that's it. Uh, the the uh, okay. So the interesting part is in advertising, everything. Lots of things are compromised out there all the time. The bear suit. So there's only one bear suit. Mm. You see four bears. It's the same bear. Right. Same guy in the suit. Yep, because there was only one suit. Got it. so a seven-foot bear suit. Was already in existence, so right. they didn't make that. Um, they went round to it's probably when the ones of Russian services just got slipped well, inside. No, they went round to Jim Henson's Creature Shop and said, "You got any bears, mate?" And he went, "Oh, i yeah, you Come, come out and have a look at the back." What anyway, fuzzy was he? He had a rummage round, and they had a seven-foot bear suit. Wow, actually. you do. <laughs> with an animatronic head. Hello, my name's Louis Through And this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, with like, an animatronic head. Come and have a look at my bear. Apparently, everyone said they were bear. Right. And the bloke who specialised in playing, <laughs> the stuntman who specialised in playing animals mm-hmm. for Jim Henson, was it Jim Henson? He was still there. He'd been there a long time, apparently. So he wore the suit and operated the head. Jim Henson? No, Jim Henson's a creature stuntman.
3: Right, the guy that oper- Right, okay.
2: Yeah, he, uh, they had a so guy. He managed Jim, the animal's head. Jim Henson had a guy. A guy. He had a guy whose job was to be the bear. Wow. I mean, how
3: much work does he get?
2: I mean, you know, this thing was a well, super hanging that's up. It, I
3: mean, yeah, what else? said, what else could he be besides the bear? Well, I, well, that's it. I mean, he's like, the guy's do a real good bear. Um, we don't need a bear, actually. I'm sorry, but I do a good bear. It's, <laughs> it's a Christmas panto. It's Father Christmas. Hey, how about a bear? No? It doesn't really work. <laughs> you know?
2: Exactly. So the exact line I found was, a stuntman, from, sorry, a stuntman from Henson's Creature Shop who specialised in playing animals wore the suit and operated the head. So this guy is a stuntman who specialises in playing animals. What other animals can he be besides a bear?
3: Well, there's a, there's a horse. He's the back of the horse. There's a the friend of the horse. There's, um, there's a tiger. Donkey. There is, um, yeah, you know, up and down for the rides, for, you know, the kids at the beach. There's a bear. I had a horse, a cow... Um, oh, I don't know Stealthy Great job
2: though oh, but, what, I suppose mean, Now you're going to the list it's, it's apparent why he's You know He's worked off his feet I mean He must
3: know Worked off his hooves Oh this dear Pause <laughs> um, It's um, Yeah I don't know I mean I just how much work's going on really I mean what do you do on a weekend When you're bored Let's no. put the dog suit on love So they, they choreographed The whole thing in London Oh, here we go, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then they went up to the River Dee in the Scottish Islands oh, and really? filmed it. The reason they did most of it in London was because the apparently the costume was very hot and very heavy. Oh, yeah. And Okay, yeah. so you you mentioned that the ad opens and it has a kind of a documentary format, doesn't yeah. it? So Neil Morrissey goes and does his fake Attenborough voice and we and it's a long shot where we see the bears fishing for salmon. Yeah. The reason that it's a long shot is because the bear suit looked like... <laughs> Exactly like what
3: it was. It didn't look like a bear. But you don't look like it. a bear. I mean, suit If it opens on, on on a bunch of bears foraging around, that's a bunch of bears. You don't yep. go, oh, what if you have know, never watched an Attila thing. So they so, shot yeah. it. They opened
2: it long and went for and did a kind of a documentary grade in the post on it. So <clears throat> and then you and then you're right. They do that zoom. Yeah. They, they do the zoom cut and then you're let into the gag because yeah. they, they obviously start fighting. So yeah, because they fight it
3: in, in a bizarre sort of like yeah. comedic way.
2: Yeah, the bear kind of does a Muhammad Ali shuffle yeah. at one stage, mm-hmm. and, the other, and then Kung Fu kicks him, and yeah, yeah and kicks him on the leg and, and blow,
3: But but it's I say it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable for a second, but you, you are taken along for the ride.
2: So I thought I can remember funnily enough. I can remember the first time I saw this ad, mm. and I saw it on a reel, not on the TV. Mm. And I remember being taken in until you do the crash zoom. Yeah. Because right up until then, unless, you're, unless you've but already then, seen nothing it. nothing happening, is it? Well, yeah, it looks like a, you're kind of waiting to see what's happening, mm. but you wouldn't look at it and go, oh, those are fake bears. Mm. No, no, not, you, not at all. You look at it and then you go, what the fuck is that bloke doing? And yeah. you do the crash the crash, zoom cart and That's then they brilliant. start
3: fighting and then it's it I
2: expounded. think it's very good.
3: Yeah. Except for the eagle. Definitely agree. That, um, but they must have done about 50 different takes. He must have done some really good stuff like, oh look over there he's bear or something or I don't know look Paddington they must have done a whole bunch of stuff because I can't <laughs> believe that was scripted oh look there's an eagle because <laughs> what's a bear gonna do? Was going to go? He goes, what? Yeah? Because our will talk. <laughs> Apparently he talks like Max Byrne. Just like, I want to tell you a
2: story. Yeah. Um, I would have liked it a lot better if they could have not had that line in it. So the year 2000, there was no YouTube. No, there wasn't. YouTube didn't launch, wouldn't, would not launch for another five years. But this ad was the first British ad to appear on adcritic.com. Is that right? Do you remember that? No. I didn't either. So adcritic.com was an American website that was set up to, which allowed people to put up
3: the ads. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah and then yeah. you could email. Personally, I don't really like what they're doing with the animals. And
2: then you could email a link to the ad to your friends, mm. which meant that by 2006, that ad had been viewed three million times. Really? Mm.
3: So that's interesting. So obviously it was, um, they didn't have a, well, obviously they did have a reasonable budget, but they're sitting there going, well, um, we've got this money. Let's just use one camera. And it's only in Scotland. How are we going to you know, waste the rest, rest of it? So did they go and do records around the America? You, how much do you reckon they have been on that? Oh, I don't, so, so, right, it's going to be either a lot of money that you go, wow, or it's going to be fuck punk, punk, and go, wow, um, I reckon £480,000. Higher. Higher. Lower, 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 higher. Higher. Um, £600,000. Pines. £700,000. Do I hear £750,000? seven eighty £800,000? £1 million? £1 million? Higher, there you go, love. <laughs> what points about prizes? A million pounds. A million pounds. They've On... got to shift a lot of tin salmon to justify that, haven't they? Yeah, well, they would do. But yeah, but you know, you get, we've got to get. We've got Kermit's brother coming out, right? He's probably got four talent fees because the bears there four times. Birds move in different ways each time, man. Um, is that our
2: Tokyo correspondent just driving I think um, yes, just leaving the premises um, a million pounds that cost
3: and it won uh, gold at Cannes in 2001 wow well, okay that's interesting hmm. so uh, okay because I saw it I think it was on air here and I remember seeing, just pissing myself laughing it was very good it was genuinely a good ad right and all the reasons why we couldn't do it today we'd have to have supers what oh, colours the bear where's the bear from Um, All so many reasons, which is why ads like this will never happen again, which is why they're priceless. The world has turned as
2: well, hasn't it? So companies like John West now have massive corporate PR issues. Yeah, because the original
3: idea was punching a dolphin in the face. (laughs) Um, And he he says, oh, I didn't mean to do it. Did you do it on porpoise? I I don't know whether this is
2: because... The ads never ran, or the other ones weren't considered good enough to go on uh, reels. But there's a whole bunch. But they made a whole bunch that- of these yeah. here. The one that I looked at was okay. So it was like a parody of a Jacques Cousteau research ship, and they're hauling a huge shark on board in a sling. They get it down on on deck, mm. and it's like again the fake documentary voiceover says, "We have to be really careful not to harm the animal." And then its mouth opens wide, and the John West bloke comes out of the shark's mouth. Holding a salmon.
3: Oh, okay. so, of peels That wasn't gone. Yeah. That's, so, oh, so these are all for the million pounds.
2: No, so, I, really. Th- this ad was a million pounds. The one that we're looking at, the bear ad, cost a million pounds. Most of that would have been in post. You reckon or not? Sure. What
3: the bear? Mm, mm, yeah. Well, it Was not a lot to shoot. Not really. Just probably just t- multiplying the, yeah, the bear in the out river. Where the million yeah. pounds went. I'm not really sure. Well, what's I mean, probably we have got a wrecky North uh, North America to find the right look, but probably paying off all the ad uh, up in the river deep. I don't like painting the sky blue for that day. Not sure. So the general idea is
2: that John West make heroic efforts on behalf of the consumer to
3: find the best fish. What that was, was his old tag before? Was it John West? Rege- rege- <laughs> sorry, John, John West re- rejects the salmon. Others. John. Re- oh God, it's
2: confused a me. I didn't John, me head. I didn't me head
3: then. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Have silence. Sorry. I'm gonna to have to look it up now. is kind of important, isn't it? You trying the best. You try the man in the vest. I'm no genie, but I'll make you a wish. Spend the night with oh, me. It, it's the fish, fish. that John... John West reject
2: that make. Yeah, well done. John West the best.
3: No, this is John West the best. Hang on, John. Oh, yeah. It's the fish that John West rejects that makes John West the best. There you go. It's the fish that John West rejects that makes John West the best. Okay, so it's the fish John West reject
2: that make John West the best. Wow. Thank you very much. These are you to say. Yeah, and I remembered that one. The. <laughs> the tag in this is, John West Endures the Worst. All right, so this ad is in the great tradition. I ri- I, this is what I wrote down, right? Are right, you writ down? I,
3: ri- I writ this down. No, I never used to be able to spell
2: engineer, No, now I use one. The ad, this ad, is in the great tradition <laughs> of British absurd and surreal commercials. So mm. it's that kind of absurd. Um, but a bit, bit more stylish than John Cleves It's very British, isn't it? It's a very British advert. I Do suppose think? so. Uh,
3: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, more American, I would have thought. It's, it's a little bit more obvious. And, you know, if it, was, if it was a British one, it would have been, you know, the guy, you know, purely British, he would have sort of shuffled up to the bear and tried to pick his pocket or something like that. They're doing the whole 50 cuffs. It's very... You USC. You sure? This ad was made by Leo Burnett's
2: in London. Was it Leo Burnett's Howard Spink at the time? No, it's just Leo Burnett. See, so I remembered one of the long names finally. It was a British ad for a British market. I'm not sure it got shown in Australia, did it?
3: I'm sure I would have seen it, here. yeah.
2: Part of the problem was that Unilever owned the brand in Europe Mm. and Heinz owned the brand in the rest of the world. Oh, it's crazy. So, Which would make you think that it wouldn't get shown in Australia or America. Who's that bloke? The founder said there is no John West. Is there a John West? I think John West is um, is the is the British version of Captain Birdseye III. What was he called?
3: The original. Um, imagine, imagine going there. Claude go to a Bar. Mr. Claude Birdseye III. But is there a real John West? It has to come from somewhere. I mean, you know Even if it's made up, it's got to be based on someone. Why would you? be... Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I got nothing. No. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs>
2: Okay, here goes. Time to get a bit of learning down, yeah? The original John West was born in Scotland in 1809. He emigrated to America where he opened a cannery and exported fish to Great Britain. A British company called Pelling Stanley purchased the rights to use the John West name in 1888 and the first shipments of John West salmon appeared on British shelves in 1892. So there was a John West and apparently he rejected the fish that weren't the best. This ad was voted by the industry the funniest ad ever. Was it?
3: I thought the Baldy Man was. Do you think it's the funniest ad ever?
2: No. No. It's very subjective, isn't it? What, advertising?
3: Yeah, but they are also the idea yeah, of funny. But, but all of the ones you list there, they're very advertising, very ad man ads. Does that make sense? But is it the funniest? No. But what do we know? What do we know? I mean, if, I mean, did it, break, there, it did break. Link. So sorry. There's the list. If you were going
2: to rearrange any of that, I mean, if I was going to rearrange it, I would have the Hamlet photo booth ad as the mm, funniest ad ever. I mean, if I had to choose from one these of those are a, ads,
3: a mixture of funniest ads and biggest ads and. A small quirky ads aren't they John West Black Current Tango is huge Hamlet is yeah yeah. it's a, it's an interesting mix I think I, you could make a case for making the Black Current Tango ad the St George ad
2: as number one yeah. but that wouldn't work anywhere else in the world so it wouldn't be the world's funniest ad in <laughs> Australia no. and it certainly wouldn't be in America
4: come on Juan
2: you come
3: up here your sombreros your ponchos with the th- with the three Harrier jump jets at the end, yeah, yeah, everyone else says, "Oh, why do they do that?" But it's, I think I read in Creative Review for the very first time. It said it was done in you know computer graphics, right? <gasps> Ooh, which t- makes me it sad. It's, it's one of the things I, I tell everyone. Be- oh, you know, though they're not real. <laughs>
2: uh, that makes me sad. I would I would want them to be real to be real, but um, oh, the bear as well. It's like the <laughs> 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 look at his little face. The, um, the Dan Buster's ad.
3: Yeah. You don't like that? No.
2: No, at all. Not, not even,
3: too soon? Not even vaguely funny. Really? Not really, I, I no. did, does, Well, that scene, again, that's a very John Cleese sort of Monty Python. The funniest bit is at the end. I mean, it's, it's too yeah. layered. You yeah. know, the bouncing ball and the guy's saving it. He always got football in it, right? Yeah. It's when they're talking, and they lift it up. That's brilliant. It's a, it's
2: a one-trick pony. See, I think the Castlemaine Forex ads, and I don't know whether I'm biased because I live in Australia,
3: but I think they're funny. It's yeah, like, but have you like, seen anyone drinking fucking it? fucking hilarious. We give a Castlemaine Forex really out so, yeah, it's an a difficult one, isn't I it? mean, every every time we do a podcast, we have... Um, this is the top 10 ads loved by... Yeah, it's just because I like to... No, no, I'm uh, not... No, I like no, to I'm not, to not to throw p- some
2: chum in the water and see what happens.
3: Oh, fishing talk. Yeah, do you like do you that? me home? Do you like that? Right. Oh, give us a scoff <laughs> for the brand. Oh, brand, the brand. branding. See, branding is difficult, right? Because there's a voice that one three. You know it's John West, even though apparently it's not a real bloke. And it's got the tin at the end, although it could be a tin of anything. Branding, that's hard. See, as oh. a punter, 21 years later... It's- you take the pack
2: shot and the and the voiceover off. Do you reckon? I reckon. Uh, yeah, it's look at that straight now away now. and go, yeah. John West.
3: Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You would because it was it was the um, breaking uh, pushing the envelope, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, branding four point nine. Uh, casting. How good was the bear
2: and how good was the bloke? How uh, bad was the bloke? Well, I watched the
3: bear. I would have
2: liked the the whole. Fight sequence to have been just a little bit more subtle and to have got rid of
3: the oh look well, yeah them. like he was nudging him out in the way or yeah. something and it's like you know yeah, like, they could have started with a bit of pushing and shoving yeah, and then so they, it was like, like come Fuck on fucking fish yeah and yeah, you know so then gone to like, like a bit of room. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the chicken head and <laughs> 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 like then just a bear like, you know, what I mean? you, Fr- know when, you know when you yeah. Friday night pub fight yeah yes yeah. So, but because you know the, the sort of the um the, the sort of um, the the Muhammad Ali and it, it was funny but it would have been a bit better if it was yeah. But you said adding has to be attention grabbing. I think the casting. I, I don't know. I, the, I they think did the fisherman was now the fisherman was a bit forgettable. Okay. What was he like? Yeah. Look, there's an eagle um, casting. has going to be three point two. How much craft was in that ad? Was there any craft? <laughs> well, it's I, mean, funny. I think there was a lot of craft from uh, Peter Silver, and I think Peter did a great job in that. It's uh, it's one of the things like to make it look simple and basic. You've got to do a lot of work. It's you know, it's not as simple as it as it sounds. Mm. Craft. Oh, cool. see, this is difficult. Um, let me just chat with you. I don't know. What do you want? I don't know.
4: What dinner chips? I don't know.
3: I think we've said
2: it's four. It's a straight four. And how creative is that? Oh, that's going to be a
3: 4. yes. 4.95. Really? Cool.
2: How is it is a 17.05. How did, I have, how did I have 17.05? How did I have 13.45? That's rubbish. What an idiot... I don't know. Oh, I look. I'm, yeah. I'm patting myself on the back because I managed well, you turn. Uh, mate, you're allowed to. I'm patting myself on the back because I managed to turn the
3: recorder on today. I've done really well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that must have changed. I always oh. like to sit here and a bit of a chat. Um, so that was very good. I don't know. If it, yeah, for me, don't know. Which leads me. Uh, have we finished talking about John Weston? The best I can get. Yeah, I don't. um so I think we I think we've
2: done it, don't we? Where do we end up with that ad though? I mean, a bunch of luminaries, like a bunch of people who you know, are more yeah, successful in the advertising world than we are,
3: have gone and said that's the funniest ad ever. Well, it's the funniest ad ever, but you know that's the day, isn't it? This lunch hour. But put it this way: stumbled across it. We both remembered it. We thought that's a classic. And there you go. Yep. Sometimes there's nothing more no, to look right. at except a bloke in a bear suit fighting a fisherman that's not really doing anything. Yeah. I do remember, and I don't think it was John West, uh, all the time it kept flashing to like, an ocean with all these tins jumping out of the ocean in the water, like, snapping. They've been very prolific in their well, advertising was, remember, John you know West. Ad?
2: And they've spent a lot of money in Australia. There's There's been um, a lot of campaigning done in Australia for
3: John West. But do you remember that ad? No. No. I don't know why no. I I'm was just imagining it. It doesn't know what we... Different people do. different things. Well, we like did a lot different things, which leads me... I got a segway. Oh. I fell off my segway warrant Right to the next part. So the next time we're going to do something a bit different. What are we doing? I love the way we sit down and discuss before you know before any. That's what happens with live radio, man. Okay. What you got? Well, you, you, just, you... you just chop this bit out if you don't agree. No, no, go. Let's go. say goodbye. Thanks, Steve. See you then. For those staying on for the Director's Cut please remain if you're in the Midlands and the North <laughs> stay on yeah, for the news You're on Yorkshire TV Yeah <laughs> If you're in London and the South remain for the news if you're in the North next word Coronation On Street. Yorkshire TV <laughs> now the adverts. <laughs> Free <laughs> <laughs> pound a when you join the Yorkshire Bank That's true isn't it Yeah um, Alright So next so pick your favourite It doesn't have to be award-winning ad. It doesn't have to be even any good. All right, just like if you think no longer than five seconds about it, like Darren Brown, right? Back in the room, like you're back in the room. Yeah, look around there. Look around the eyes. Don't think about it. Don't think about the eyes, Don't think about the products you never bought. Right? Is this
2: why Jennifer Love Hewitt looks so dazed all the time?
3: I don't know what that <laughs> even means i a bit of lip because she hypnotised her oh sorry because yeah. that was the only way you could get her to go out with don't you know. <laughs> smell this red, red. it's not <laughs> chloroform to you alright <laughs> okay so you, what, uh, to so pick your bet right okay, I don't think of have it any longer than five seconds I've got mine okay right it can be old new whatever just your best dad right you might change your mind tomorrow it doesn't matter yeah right so what you're going to do is you're going to bring it along with you next time this is your homework you bring your best dad right a bit of background info I'll bring mine And, um, yeah, and that will be it. So, obviously, it would be a classic. It's not going to be one, you know, from the local news or something. Okay.
2: Tony, thank you very much. Look at that. That's production planning live here on Classic Ads from Simpler Times. That's how we do it. That's how much thought goes into this show, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Ladies
3: and gentlemen, there's two people now. (laughs) And thanks to John West for ringing in. That was good. John West was hilarious. I've got got some more John West. I think he was just... I'll I'll play them to you later. What else have you got? Oh, I don't know. I think he was John West ad example. I don't know what that could be. Hang on. Yo, now you're rocking out me, me, the man in the vest. I'm
4: the tuna fish man. I'm John West. I'm no genius. One wish, spending night with me, and you learn to love fish. No, 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 no. no, no, no. There's no limits on quality. <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: the nosey. Okay.